What's up, guys? My name is Rick J. Reyna Jr., aka Ghost. I'm also the founder and creator of the YouTube channel Ghost in the Shell and uh, the Ghost in the Shell podcast. And now I have started a little shebang with my wife. No, not just me, but also her. Say hello. What's up, guys? Her. I'm Samantha Reyna. Yeah, there you go. And uh, this is the My Hearted podcast. Um, kind of had a little idea yesterday while I was on my run. And I wanted to make like a, a graphic of a microphone stand and the heart as the top of the microphone and then a person speaking into it. And then she ended up coming up with the idea today. Like, well, I guess that's the name of the podcast. Mine hearted. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we have a couple different topics that we want to touch bases Hold on. Hold up. I'm going to. No, no, no. I'm going to cut you off really quick. And it's not just about like. Um, you know, the whole mind-hearted thing. You know, lovely, wonderful husband over here. He studies the mind a lot. So the idea, you know, I speak a lot from my heart and as well as he does. But he's more mindful, like in his mind. And, you know, I thought what better way to put those two words together. You know? so I think the way that we're going with this podcast mm -hmm. is to mainly focus on relationships and marriage mm -hmm. and I don't know if you want to call it advice but kind of just share I mean things that we go through in our life as a married couple and and within our relationship yes so uh with that said let's hop into the podcast yeah. all right in this first segment we're going to be focusing more around uh fear and we have two questions for each topic that we're going to introduced to you in each segment and we'll start off with the first question within fear that we have it is what's your worst fear in a relationship and blue i'll let you take that away okay so in the early starts i'm not gonna like jump into like our stuff right away but you know i don't know if everybody is the same way as me um but i was always fearful of you leaving because you know you did that several times <laughs> i did it with good cause i think i like to believe <laughs> i think that in, I, i've told her numerous times that the reason i would leave in the past was because i felt that it was better not to say the things we didn't mean to each other and just have our separate um locations and then kind of talk it through and see where we get and then once we work through that situation, meet back up together. And usually that's how it ended up. We always ended up back with each other. Not like we're like, oh, I break up with you and I say it's over. But it was like, I need to step away. I'm gone. Like, I'm going to go. I'm going to let you cool off. I need to cool off. <laughs> and you see, I still to this day hate doing that because I'm <laughs> like the type of person. I just like, oh, no, you're going to sit there and you're going to listen to what I have to say. And half of the time it doesn't work because <laughs> he won't like. He won't sit there and yeah, she communicate wants to argue. with me. He doesn't want to communicate <laughs> with me. So then it makes me mad and then I result to arguing. <laughs> Sometimes. But that's in the past. Um, now, I mean, that's your worst fear from the past? Mm -hmm. Mine in the past, like from the past, um, mine was actually dying alone. I mean, I, I don't want to put it like that, but like uh, leaving, my spirit leaving this place alone. And me like leaving my vessel alone, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was back then. 
things have changed now. <laughs> I know it didn't really have much to do with relationships, but to me it did because I was, I've been in relationships before, before us, and I'm sure you have, and you were. So yeah, um, <clears throat> now to the current, what's up? Um, now I, I think like my worst fear is not really a worst fear because I mean, you know, we're married now, so it's not like we can't get through anything. Yeah. But um, now it's just you annoying me. <laughs> wow, annoying her <laughs> to the point where she wants to leave. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. No, I I don't really have a worst fear now because you know I believe that we can get through it together. Okay. Um, I think I'm on the same page with that. I don't have any current fears as far as being in a relationship or in, in my marriage. I do have my own things that I work through inside of myself, but um, again, I'm not a perfect person, so I'd rather work through it within me and not say the things that I don't mean to anybody. Like I said, yeah. my, my way of uh, dealing with things was to leave before, and now it's to deal with it with inside of myself. So. Um, all right, so question number two for uh, the topic of fear is what do you do when you get fearful? So what did you do, and then what do you do now? So what I used to do is I think that I was kind of like a little bit crazy. Cuckoo? Yeah. Oh. And, wow. <laughs> you said it. You be quiet. <laughs> um, you know, as I stated before, I would always just want him to sit there and actually listen to me. And We did get better at that, It though. never... We have gotten better at that. At communicating. Yeah, that, yeah, of course. We made it a mission, actually, to get better at communicating. Yeah, like the way that, um, okay, my fear back then was um, people kind of judging the way that we spoke to one another. The way that we used to speak to each other was very. It was outrageous. It was raunchy. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it was terrible. You know, yeah. you don't talk to somebody that you love the way that we used to talk to each other. It's terrible. <laughs> okay. And what do you what do you do now when you get fearful at the current moment? Um, now going off like the same, you know, kind of relatable experience. Mm -hmm. I'm again not really fearful of anything because, you know, we've we've worked on the way that we talk to each other and the way that we communicate. Yeah, so it's, it's it's kind of a you know, it's a it's a win. Okay, cool. Um, I think, like I said in the past, um, to relate to the first question, I was afraid, I had this fear of being alone and whatnot. And then now, wh what I would do then when I was fearful was look, look for somebody to, yeah. to uh, comfort mm -hmm. me in that area of my life. Yeah. And then I finally found somebody that was willing to keep me around. So I was like, dang, I got to lock this down. Wow. <laughs> And it's not that I wanted to just like turn around, like. Yeah. Um, so now, yeah, uh, not really much fears as far as in the relationship and marriage. And so I, I mean, I don't. I, I do like to think of different ways, um, of how to fix things, I guess. And I also use, you know, my own traditional methods, I guess you would say. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. All right, guys, on to the next segment. All right, so this is segment two of Mindhearted. And now we're going to brush on two breaks. Yep. 
Okay, so you want to go ahead and yes. take take lead on this? I should have got my glasses. Um, what is your healing process when um, you take breaks? My healing process? Okay, in the past, I used music a lot as my therapy. I used to write a lot of music, mm -hmm. still do to this day. I don't share it as much as I used to, but um, my healing process was using that and weightlifting, running. And now it's still very much the same, but in a lot more positive context, a lot more positive way, because I'm not trying to like be real political or uh, all super conscious about every single little thing going on in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I do like to get on those kind of topics. You know what I mean? I like to touch bases with it, share the little kicks that I got. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that, that was my healing process, yeah. was like music and writing. So my healing process, um, you know, I didn't really, <laughs> I'm like, I want to expose myself. Um, <laughs> wow. No, but as far as like a healing process for me, um, it was always like consuming myself in other things. Like at the time, you know, one of our breaks, you know, I was going to school and, you know, I got kind of into my cooking because I was going to culinary school and then. You know, I had a full-time job, and then I was with the kids. So, you know, I had too much on my plate, and it just, it wasn't working for me. So I, I figured out that I needed to kind of look within myself. And, you know, then I started, you know, to kind of do things for myself as far as, like, you know, I got, like, a shirt or a pair of shoes or sunglasses yeah, and stuff like that kind of like taking care of myself you know, let me let me chime in on this the reason she's mentioning that is not because it's like um metaphysical stuff but she has a huge problem <laughs> getting anything for herself and that is like a major stepping stone for her to actually go out and start thinking like well maybe if i buy a little something for myself you know i could start at least laying down a few stepping stones for me to take steps on yeah yeah I think that was good. Yeah, I I believe that was that good part too. of me I got from my mom. So yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you just kind of have to. Oh yeah. Just do it. You know, just kind of take care of yourself the way that you want to take care of yourself. Yeah. And uh, to add to that, um, I think the question would be, well, how or well, you know what I mean? And there's a bajillion ways to go about it, but number one way I would say is. Build a plan and stick to it to the best that you can because, of course, life happens and nothing is going to um, be perfectly how you expect it to be. But you can have those certain little details up to a certain point where it can be almost close to what you were imagining or envisioning. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just want to say that. Build a plan. Yeah. So then we're going to move on to the next question in breaks. It says... Why do you think breaks are beneficial? First question. And how can they be? Well, I mean, that's like two questions. Yeah. Well, why do you think breaks are beneficial and how can they be? Uh, you first? You want me to go first? Ladies first. Okay. Um, so I think, um, I think in every relationship, um, a break is necessary. If everything that you're juggling is overwhelming for you and, you know, if you and your partner are having difficulties speaking to each other, 
to us what has worked for us in the past you know what works for us won't work for everybody else you know but we are both built from very strong backgrounds and you know that part kind of adjusted to us and it made us stronger by taking a break because we learned more about ourselves and about each about other our children and definitely about each other yeah definitely about the kids too because yeah because you had to experience like what it was like raising the kids on your own and then you know he worked a lot of the time you know even when we were together and we weren't in a break he was always working he was always doing something you yeah. know back then i was at Leprino when uh one of the major breaks that we took i was working 45 hours plus and then still going to school and then right after school go get the kids for a little bit and then i'll sleep well, and then go to work mail, so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was hectic but i mean not trying to like rub it in like oh yeah i'm a badass excuse my language but <clears throat> it was it was quite a tough time yeah it was definitely tough you know you don't really know what you have until it's gone literally um i like i love your answer and i just i don't even want to add mine the only thing that i want to um put an addition to it in a positive context is that the movie me time with kevin hart okay so one last thing that we had to add before the kids walked in is that movie me time with kevin hart did i watch it with you yeah <laughs> forgot that movie this is that's perfect for this um for this segment right here is um they're in a great marriage right and the guy works so flipping hard that he's so focused on his A game. And he had this friend from the past where he loved to like party and, and they used to kick it a lot. And so anyways, the wife is telling him like, you're a stay at home dad. You need to, you need a break, right? You're always with the kids. You're always doing this and that for me. Like, oh, let yeah. me take the kids and you go um, spend some time having, you know, having some me time. Mm -hmm. And that is what we're defining as breaks, not like, um, relationship breaks off break offs not like um splitting up eternally <laughs> but like you know what i mean taking a healthy break for each other like um what is it taking off the the heavy load for your partner from time to time mm -hmm. and so that's kind of what we're we're basing that on yes on to the next segment all right so segment three is going to be revolving around relationships in general in the bubble of relationships um, we got two questions to add on to that. So I'm going to go ahead and take lead on this one. Uh, so it's, what do you think keeps a good relationship strong? That's a good one. It is. Both of these are actually pretty good. Yeah. So honestly, um, because we never really had great communication in the past, um, communication definitely is uh, my number one for us because we've grown in that department like tremendously. Yeah um but the main is really like being there for your partner in any given time you know doesn't matter you know if they're extremely happy oh hey you know find out why they're so happy you know or vice versa if it's you know not a very difficult situation you know talk about it when they're ready to talk about it you know yeah um well, 
to to um contribute to why she's saying what she's saying is um she's she's done this before for me i was going through a very very dark time and i was having a hard time adjusting to being more positive and what she did was she was like i need to know what's going on with you babe like what's wrong you don't really tell me what's going on inside of there that crazy head of yours and i want to help you out how can i help you and i was in the middle of trying to be mr um strong mr valuable strong guy trying to make trying to juggle like making my youtube videos and like doing other things and it was during covid too and like an unemployment stage and it was just a little rough because finding work at the time was it was it was a little difficult and i was still emotionally and i guess spiritually like healing it was just a little a couple things and <clears throat> what she did was she went looking for these forms right and they're not like aa questions and stuff but they were um like relationship questions and she was like look you need to sit down with me i want you to and we're going to write down this many questions and then we're going to have this many answers for each of them and we're going to do this until we start to find some kind of healing in this and we both did it i think it was like a week straight and believe it or not that little act of kindness within our relationship helped turn things around for me and i started to feel more love again not just for my wife but also for myself because i was having a hard time loving myself and so she's a woman of her word when she says um dig for the information in your partner and when you get it how can you help them and turn whatever they're going through around for the better so yeah um next question i'm going to leave that at that cuz i want you mm-hmm. to shine on that one. <laughs> uh what do you think doesn't keep a relationship strong um you want me to answer it? No. Oh wait, could I answer? Could I ask? Oh, could I? Okay. I want to add one more thing to the first question: Is what do you think keeps a good relationship strong? I need to say this for all of us men. <laughs> I'm gonna say it, and I'm not the first, and I won't be the last. But I definitely will say that having a strong, um, sex life, I guess you would say, in a <laughs> not in a porn- pornographic way, but wow. a strong, a strong sex life. Uh, every man likes to have a, a um, not a substantial amount, but just this uh, masculinity to them when it comes to being in bed, and that's important to me. And when she compliments me, and I compliment her, I know that that's a seed we're planting for the future. <laughs> and uh, I definitely believe that it's strong to be strong in bed with the, with each other, and to go with that again communication. Because if you don't have communication, Nobody's going to give off any body language. Nobody's going to give off any mental language, etc., etc. So yeah, what do you think doesn't keep a, str- a strong relationship? Hmm. That is a very tough question. I'm going to say drugs, alcohol, okay. every single day. Um pretty much addictions that are not going to contribute to the benefit of your relationship. I'm going to say those things. Unless it can be managed as far as like drinking or as far as like I don't know the Anyways. use of marijuana <laughs> okay so on my end I just think that um you know being angry at the wrong person um kind of helping each other out you know throughout the day or whatnot uh really helps you know doing this podcast 
it we've been talking about it for like over two years yeah and finally you know we were trying as a couple to fix ourselves so that we can be able to do this like i know people and you know people and they're always like dang like how are you guys still together like i thought you guys like split up or whatever oh my gosh no like it's true people really don't expect like they don't even believe really the fact that we're married like come on dude like that's funny it is funny it's funny because you know we've come a really long way Mm -hmm. and 10 years i was rooting for us and i know our families were yeah our families were definitely um it's been rough patches here and there within our families you know i mean life like we said in the beginning of the podcast life happens and we don't have control over every little thing but um through all of those patches we all stick together and um it's called a support system a strong support system um one thing that i would like to add for what doesn't also keep a strong relationship is that um if you like the raiders and your partner likes the 49ers no i'm just kidding (laughs) no that has nothing to do with it no No, but i would (laughs) she doesn't even like the raiders she likes the ravens Now, uh, I would say that uh, I had it in my mind earlier. It has to do with communication. Honestly, everything always resorts back to communication because that's where you grow the most and that's where you don't ever stop growing. Yeah. Oh, uh, a great... um, I know I don't live 100% up to it, but this one... I'm not trying to take it to religion, but this one thing is important and it's always stuck with me. It's to treat your woman like you would the church. I do my best to to stand with that, but I, I find that there's a lot of love in that, and it just it can vary as as how you believe what you believe and all that. But um, to a certain extent, that is a very powerful statement and a very powerful saying. I would say. Yeah. So to me, it's it, it's strong, and other things that don't make a strong relationship i would say is having too many friends of the opposite sex <laughs> I, I don't think that uh i don't believe that a relationship can work um purely when it comes to that because uh i mean i'm a man and ideas come like faster than the speed of light to be honest and, and thoughts too so it's the same with me yeah i'm only human exactly <laughs> and and i don't have control of the uh direct or indirect thoughts, but I can control myself within them, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So can I. So uh, that's the end of this segment. Hopefully that one uh, really touches bases with you guys. <laughs> Let's move on to the last one. So the last topic we're going to be talking about is marriage. Mariage. <laughs> it's just, okay. Oh, why did I know you were going to say that? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Take it. So what is your ideal marriage? My ideal marriage is um white picket fence dog in the front yard chained up to his pole <laughs> swing on the tree big old redwood maybe. tire swing right? tire swing and uh, a wraparound porch painted white house kids running around why can't it be green why does that be white and then the director saying all right cut no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, my ideal marriage, uh, honestly, is being, okay, to me, 
the faster that you fail is the stronger that you're going to get and the quicker you'll learn. So when you fail early and fast, then the possibilities of that relationship blooming are pretty close to a maximum. He failed late. Anyways. No, just <laughs> and and uh, I mean, ideally to me, it's just being able to live within your household and not just run it uh, up to par, but being able to find love when love is not found some or hard to find, I mean. And again, having strong communication, um, knowing when to surprise each other with anything, to be honest, and being able to just uh, continue growing and supporting each other in anything that you guys want to do. That's to me. Um, and of course, a lot, uh, a lot of love making. <laughs> okay, we get it. Thank you. Okay, I just had to throw that in there. Okay, my ideal marriage. You really want to know? Sure. It's ours. I was painting the same picture. I just wanted to do it without saying the words. No. Serious. That's too bad. I said it. <laughs> That's cool. Because I'm on the same page. I was. I was. That was literally painting that in the second part of that. <laughs> um, so how do you get to marriage how, what do you think how do you get to marriage okay so for years maybe about like three years he already knew that I wanted to marry him he wanted to marry me but we understood that there was things still that we needed to fix within ourselves and within our relationship um, to get to marriage you have to be willing to not necessarily sacrifice, but you have to be willing to kind of go the extra mile for your significant other. And, you know, it takes a lot of hard work and patience, which I'm still learning because he has all the patience in the world. Says he doesn't, but he does. <laughs> and it, it's hard. You know, there's things still to this day that I struggle with that he doesn't really ever struggle with. And if I acted more on, like, his qualities that he has that I wish I could bring out within myself, well, hey, maybe we wouldn't have to really go looking anywhere else for anything, you know? <laughs> like, dig down deep into ourselves, you know? For sure. But it's not that way, and I think that's why we're so compatible and that's why this podcast is called mind hearted because it's compatible cool i'm gonna be the complete opposite okay for good purpose <laughs> uh, i don't i won't say that there's a roadmap um because over and over we've we've heard stories where people plan their wedding plan everything to the that goes back to what we we're talking about earlier you know what mm -hmm. i mean like you could plan it to a certain extent but like if you say in one year i'm gonna get married i'm gonna meet the right person and there's a billion fish in the water you don't know where you're gonna find that person but you're gonna find them like and then at, i mean two years later we're gonna be living the most best life ever i'm gonna have my career like you know what i mean to an extent, yeah, you can do all that stuff. That's like an ideal marriage. It, it, to some people, yeah. yeah. To some people. But 
it's not all the time that they're very successful marriages mm -hmm. because that's where we got divorce and and not saying that we're not at risk <laughs> i don't not i'm not saying that i plan on leaving you it's not in my thoughts i know that sometimes it is when we get angry <laughs> no, <laughs> no no but um <laughs> you see how you get no but seriously i'm just i'm, I'm also trying to be funny too i know but um how do i put this i just don't want it want this last segment to just be like oh we know the way to marriage and this is the only way that it's done like now nah, that's not what we're getting at this like, is just like what's working for us yeah this is exactly everybody's different everybody yeah, there's many ways to get there of course you can go the ideal route when parents plan your wedding and if you're happy you're happy if, if not like i'm not willing to gamble my odds of being happy on something being so precise mm -hmm. like I, I am a very open-minded person so when it comes to like i was when we met <laughs> we met through facebook and i was write, writing music making music and doing all this other stuff and my dms were crazy <laughs> And this one person stood out, and we got to know each other, and you know, here we are, ten years down the road, and um, ten years the, in December. The the circle that we used to have before is not the same now, for not for both of us, but the the family circle is very very um, very similar as to what it was before, and it's still growing. You know what I mean? I, I'm still. I'm in this stage of my life where I want to find new friends, like make, meet new people that are like-minded where I'm at right now, like not where I was before. Yeah. The, the stage where I was before was, it, I was like in the middle of wanting to party a lot and then wanting to settle down. And then I got to the point where I was like, no, I'm ready to settle down. Um, seeing more of my, the growth of my kids. Like I need to get, get my stuff straight. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it just, it came in stages for me and I still stick to that same um uh same blueprint is breaking things down in stages and right now i think we're in a very um a nice a positive vulnerable stage but also a growing one because yeah uh, just things that have gone on recently and um, it's just it's been an impactful time for us and we're just learning to we're, we're in the middle of learning i think what in, in our marriage we're learning how to coast with it and learning how to grow from it and yeah i just wanted to say that <clears throat> a little choked up there a little bit you know just a tad all right so the kids came in again and now <laughs> we've reached the end of this podcast i hope that we kind of touched some pretty firm bases with this and gave you some honest answers i guess as far as each topic and I mean, I'm happy with everything that we talked about. Are you? Yeah, I, I am. Um, you what know, were you going to say before also, in the last segment? I don't remember. Oh, okay. um, it's a learning process. You know, I'm new to this. He's not new to this. Um, but this is something that... I've never been married before. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> talking about the last topic. Oh, pod podcasting. Okay. okay. Oh, Just making sure that we're uh, establishing who's a veteran here. Be quiet. <laughs> be quiet. I'm just kidding. Um. See, that's the, this is a key to marriage. Listen to your wife. Wow. Listen to your wife. Oh, that's what I was going to say earlier in the relationships part. You mm -hmm. reminded me is learning how to take accountability um, for your actions, 
for your words and for um, the appointments that you don't make when you make promises and you can't and, and like life happens and you don't get to make it. Like we, they show that in the movies all the time. <laughs> all the time. Anyways, they show that in movies. You know, it's not. All I'm just kidding. They show it in movies a lot, like where the dad is like, "I promise you." <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I really just sneezed. Anyways, the dad is like, "I promise the kid, my kids, that I'm gonna be there at this appointment," and they have this um, little role that they're playing inside of this play for school, and I'm gonna be there, and then. The movie ends up going in this crazy path and they don't get to make it and they're like trying to save the world and it's like dang like in 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 some some way shape or form it's kind of true like we all are trying to save the world in our own way mm -hmm. and we don't get to make those appointments and it's like dang like I, I really i really wanted to be there but i mean those little those little moments to a kid the kid won't the child won't understand at that time but maybe when they grow up they'll be like man like my my parent was always trying to do this, and, and now I know why that, what they were doing, and why they were trying to do things a certain way that they were, you know? Yeah. See, so, like, my, my whole take on, you know, I'm going to kind of try to wrap it up here, um, but the main source of, like, the topics in our podcast are going to be mostly very uh, lifelike and... You know, we've been through a lot of experiences and a lot of trauma, so we're going to try to keep it 100, you know, all the time with what we talk about, even if it's like a story that we have to tell or something, you know? Always. So. There's no uh, filter with me. You already uh, heard the bad words earlier. Yeah. And the sex life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're out before I uh, frustrate her. Yes, peace out. <laughs> Bye.